I care more about Greg being blurry all the time. He's you know, blurry. it's funny because I keep seeing Kevin be blurry, but I don't see John be blurry. Because I'm a goddamn spark of joy and sunlight in this world of sadness. I really wish you guys would stop saying I'm blurry like it's my fault. Uh, whose fault do you it's, think it is? I mean, fucking Mr. Internet. Or, I didn't Mr. Internet. Is there Wait a, a minute. I, or did you make the other Jews mad? Because I thought you guys controlled everything. <laughs> is that what happened? I won't be laughing at anti-Semitic humor unless no. I produce it. That's, right. <laughs> that's That's pretty much how it goes. History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Welcome to History Defeats Itself, a comedy podcast that looks at events or people from the past and wonders, why do we never learn from our history? Only one of us knows the topic, and the other two don't do shit. They are left in the dark, learning as we go right along with you. My name is Kevin. As an, as always, I am joined by my bestest of friends, Greg and John. Greg and John, happy holidays to you both. How are you doing? Oh, very, awesome. very like well. Happy holidays to you. Yes. Kind gentlemen, sirs, as well. John, you, you are the resident uh, holiday fan. What are you doing for this Christmas season? Uh, well, so Courtney and I, uh, every Christmas, we like to hunt the greatest animal of all, man. Mm-hmm. So we will be going to a tropical island. We to do that hunt. for Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Courtney is Jewish, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't practice. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Uh, no, we're going to Thailand. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen. So that'll be fun. Do they do they celebrate Christmas in Thailand? I don't know, nor do I care. How about why would you go why would you go to a, a non Christmas place during Christmas? Um because I'm an atheist and Santa's not real. <laughs> but did wait, you say wait, what second. was the second part? <laughs> Santa? He's not real. Dude. Wait, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll put it this way. Santa is as real as Jesus. Okay, that I agree with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what Jesus is, is better looking. He is. And he's Scott. He works out all the time. Yeah, that guy's abs what? are to die for. I, I don't think he puts in the hours in the gym like you think he does. I think yeah. it just came to him. It just happens. If your dad is God, you automatically <laughs> get out. Yeah, you, you, you can't up. be, you, your dad can't be God and you just look like a pile of shit. Like that doesn't, right. that doesn't work. Yeah. No one's going to follow you. Well, he chiseled him out of stone. So. I think. Is that, I don't know how Jesus came to be. <laughs> that sounds uh, right. <laughs> so, I'm not going to argue with you. Made him I just want to follow John's uh, religious ideology because for Greg, a what, while what are you there, looking at right now? Yeah. I'm doodling Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I... Remember, this is a video <laughs> podcast now, so when you're talking, oh, you're just sorry. staring down. <laughs> I know. I'm staring down because I was... I was Disinterested in what we're saying. I get it. I am very interested. Sorry if my body language is... Is showing that I'm not interested. I'm very, I'm sorry very that my, interested. my body language, my face, my voice, everything about my person is showing I'm not interested. I'm sorry. Can I go ahead and yeah. hit this button? <laughs> is that where your button is? Turn off the... No. I just wanted to cover up the camera. His button's in his butthole. Um, okay. I got to make sure to really make good eye contact with both of you guys. <laughs> I don't know which one to look at. Now you just look like you had a facelift or something. Yeah, that's good. So, Kevin, what are you doing for the holiday season? I was going to say something. I'm sorry. Let because Greg talk. John, I'm trying to stay Relevant? caught up with John because oh. for a while you're like agnostic and then you're 
you were full-blown atheist and then you went agnostic because when we did that episode, you're like, yeah, I think there probably is some kind of a fucking thing out there. I don't know if it's like Atari, or, but it's like some higher, higher power. And now you're back to being an you atheist. Atari? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Some like the video game? Video games. Just, oh, okay. I'm just curious. So I just want to know, did, are, you, are you cemented again in being an atheist? I'm just lazy. I'm noncommittal. That's really what it is. Okay, yeah. that's good. And, See, for me, that, that means that you're not an atheist because being an atheist takes work. <laughs> that's true. I'm, yes, Does I am it though? too lazy. I think it does because you have to be like, fucking don't believe in God, and you right. spend all your time giving people shit. I don't I, think you I mean, you can't really be a practicing atheist. You just do your normal shit without God. Like, how's that practicing? Because I think most of them are negative, and they're like always in people's shit going, hey, I, I guess here it is. I don't care enough to try to convince anyone about anything anymore. Like, <laughs> believe whatever See? you want to believe. I don't care. That but, makes but me I'm so saying, happy. This is why you're such a good leader. Because <laughs> he literally doesn't give a fuck about We're going to do whatever we want, and everybody just take care of yourself. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to yeah. do whatever we want. And when are we going to do it? <laughs> He's like Let's the take, worst cheerleader ever. Let's take a nap first. <laughs> when are we going to do it? Never! <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? Get off my back. <laughs> God, now I'm super like self-conscious about whether I look at my notes or not. How am I going to do this? Well, you were, it wasn't about your pages. notes. You were talking. And, yeah, were, you were was that part like, of your I notes? Did you write that, that whole intro part? Because you didn't know what I was going to say. Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> and and if you're going to be insecure about something, I can give you a list of things you should be insecure about. That, that's not one of them. John, I, I already, I already oh, got it. It's on my email. list for him. <laughs> I sent it by Carrier Pigeon. Yeah, so Kevin, who's all pasty and, and bangy, is going to talk to me. About things I should be insecure about. I thought my color was better today. Nope. No, worse. No, no. 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 terrible. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram. Although I haven't posted anything in a while, uh, but follow us anyway. We are. Uh, we're also remember that we are on YouTube. All of these episodes are also on video. So uh, if you want to see uh, my skin tone and decide how pale it is on a scale of. Uh, I don't know, Greg to John. I don't know. You guys look pretty. You guys look pretty close. Like you guys are pretty much the same skin tone. Greg's a little lighter. I'm, I'm super dark. You I mean, your room is dark. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Dark. Yes, I have a lot of lights in my I think face I, right I do now. This. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's Kevin's uh, computer monitor that makes him look so incredibly bright. Yeah, is that better? In his face. Uh, it's his monitor and his uh, her- hereditary <laughs> nature. I, I am Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> what am I does supposed to do? Make, does herpes make you look brighter? <laughs> does, wait. I told you that in confidence, Greg. Did you say, does herpes make you look brighter? Yeah, because I thought he was going to say herpes instead of hereditary. Oh. Have you guys seen that movie, Hereditary? Oh, I thought there was a movie called Herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dif- they're different not called movie. Herpes, but there's lots I remember, of I remember herpes. herpes. That was really good. We saw that in health class in high school. <laughs> Just herpes. <laughs> done. Done. Remember looking at. Ow. Remember looking at all those uh, close-ups of genitalia with outbreaks. Yeah, and how yeah. hot it was, and you're just like, I gotta go home and masturbate. I remember going like, Oh, we're gonna see. Ooh. Oh no, no, that's awful. That is awful. But I'm still gonna masturbate to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's genitalia. Because it, because it's it's 1994 and you know there's no internet yet so I don't know what I'm gonna do yeah 
<laughs> God, we were all sitting around going, I can't wait till they invent I can't wait till the internet comes. I'm going to watch so much porn. <laughs> I'm well, actually, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna look at porn pictures that go like this yeah. as they load on the screen, mm. and you get, oh, there's a boob. Oh, oh. I came. I came. I'm done. You're like, is that a lip or a nipple? Is that a lip or no? Oh, it's a lip. <laughs> it's a lipple. Yep, lipple. At least there were thumbnails that helped. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. Greg, did oh. you uh, did you prepare an episode for this week? Is it about thumbnails? You know, I most certainly did, gentlemen. And I'm very excited to share it with the two of you. Okay. Especially this episode. You know why? Because it comes from, it's based in, it originates in John's favorite state. What is that, John? Texas. Oh. Hi. Oh, oh well, nice. You went, <laughs> you, you went figurative. I like that. <laughs> or emotional. Or no, it's Massachusetts. Oh, hey, all right. Yay. So uh, I'm sorry if I'm kind of fired up tonight. As you could tell, I'm in my pre-Mexican food mode right now. And uh, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go get me some uh, chip salsa Cadillac margaritas. Oh, that sounds nice. It does sound really nice. Good. And why do you think people can tell? I'm just curious. Is it because of the snazzy shirt I'm, you have on? Yeah, no, I'm all hyper. I'm all hyped up, man. <laughs> And everyone, they probably don't know it yet. They can't articulate the way I'm sounding. But now that they found out I'm right. pre-Mexican food eating. Yeah. Like, they knew yeah. something was different. Yeah. That yeah. nailed it, Greg. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Are you talking to yourself now? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm talking as if I'm a, I'm a listener. I'm the listener. Like the singular listener. Is the topic Mexican food in Massachusetts? God, it should be. Sorry. <laughs> Massachusetts. Mexican food is in Massachusetts. I don't know. I've never been. <laughs> well, there is oh, wait, no, no, no. Yes, I have. But just to the airport. They have a lot of pooped theme theme parks. <laughs> they poop, do. poop themed parks? Poop yeah. themed theme parks? Well, yeah, because it's Massachusetts. Uh, there he goes. Should I get to the topic? Sure. Because you got to get some Mexican only... food when speaking of poop. Right. Today's topic. The Great Molasses Flood. Dun, dun, dun. Of what year? It's coming. Don't oh, worry. Okay. 2021. <laughs> Didn't get a lot of press because there's a whole bunch of other shit happening. There, there is some other stuff going on. So people just sort of glossed over the, mass, the, the, yeah. the Massachusetts uh, molasses flood. Was that it? It's a molasses flood. And it happened. Guys, it did. It was very the, slow flood. Was it a the flash source flood? of which was a 50-foot-tall steel holding tank located on Commercial Street in Boston's North End. Its sugary sweet contents were the property of United States Industrial Alcohol. That's the name of a company. I didn't know you could name a company that. <laughs> United, United States, States Industrial, Industrial Alcohol? Alcohol? Mm, I think trying. that's misleading unless they have a lot of booze in there. Yeah. Well... Because I want industrial-sized barrels of bourbon. That's what molasses is used for. What? Alcohol? <clears throat> yeah. This, this might be the second episode that we've done that involves a failure of some kind of tank. But, so oh, should wait, we, we should stop you know, Way to give tanks. away the ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, shit. Okay. Should we so, move to more of a put everything in tiny bowls? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. You know, it's not as funny as it sounds. Well, if you knock over one bowl, there's like a million bowls you didn't knock over. So <laughs> I'm glad it's not as funny as it sounds, considering we're doing a comedy podcast. <laughs> I'm glad it's not as funny. I hate you, Kevin. All right, guys. The United States Industrial Alcohol. That's for sure made up. But <laughs> which took regular shipments of molasses from the Caribbean and used them to produce alcohol for liquor and munitions manufacturing. The company wait, built- wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait you, you can use molasses. We you, need to talk. You used to use molasses for munitions. How? I don't, how? I'm not a chemist. I don't know. <laughs> I found this article. It said it there, and I'm like, I believe you article on the internet. <laughs> You're like, why would they lie about that? stupid but that's what it was used for munitions manufacturing alcohol for sure okay oh, you know so what actually i know what it's used for never mind what i can't tell you <laughs> okay i like that a little mystery <laughs> i like john's always factories such as the one in boston run by the purity distilling company in the early 1900s distilled molasses to create ethanol this was a key component in com- creating munitions during world war one to convert molasses into ethanol, distillers rely on fermentation. See that? So Kevin and I both did the research, and we both knew the topic. I knew that off the top of my head. Thank you, John. I didn't read any of that. Okay. I, was, I was guessing that what they did is they filled all the bullets with molasses, and then you would crack open the bullet and put it on your pancakes. <laughs> that, that's the friendliest war ever. <laughs> it like, was a great hot throw- cake war of 1842. <laughs> They, first they throw, they fling pancakes at you like Krispies, <laughs> uh-huh. and then they send these bullets. Well, think about it. Like, it sticks to you, right? And then, it, and then you get dirt in there, and you got this icky, sticky shit, and you just, you're annoyed, and you don't feel clean. So you they put just, you put just a, like a little bit of syrup or something on it, and then you just launch them, and one hits each eye. <laughs> and they're like, ah! And yeah. then you just shoot them? Yeah. That's oh, actually, yeah. wait, yeah. you don't even have to shoot them. Because I think John's on to something. The way we should fight wars in the future is just making everybody just incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, to... in this day and age, people don't like that. No. <laughs> Nobody does. Back yeah. then, everybody was uncomfortable. So you had to shoot people. <laughs> <laughs> right. How come we haven't evolved? Yeah. Nowadays, I you just even... make people really just, you know, like <laughs> give them the heebie-jeebies and it'll be like, okay, you win. <laughs> War three is like walking on the beach, get my feet all sandy and no, it's forever no, terrible. Fresh off. War That's... three is just gonna your front line is gonna be a bunch of people with acid reflex who just drink a bunch of coffee so they all throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and the other side, it's like, like they took oh, all no. our supplies and they just left us with coffee and orange juice <laughs> and spicy foods. It burns so much. They make everyone drink Bloody Marys in the morning. It's like, oh, coming back. I got some agita, man. I can't fight in this war. Give me, give me some of that cheese pizza right there. <laughs> you, you have soldiers that are only lactose intolerant. <laughs> like ice cream and milk every day. You're like, I'm late for the war. I'm stuck in the latrine. <laughs> the latrines. Lot of latrines, like just just <laughs> walls of latrines. Right. It's it, it won't, yeah. It won't be called WW three. It would be the latrine war. That's what called. <laughs> it's like a festival. <laughs> like Pearl Jam's playing, and there's just banks of banks of fucking shitters, mm. and like no toilet paper. No. Why is Pearl Jam playing? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they would want to play at the festival. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Okay, guys. We haven't gotten to the disaster yet. <laughs> I, I like ours better. I like our... Yeah, this is disaster. better. <laughs> the company had built the tank in 1915 when World War I had increased demand for industrial alcohol. But the construction... And probably regular alcohol. Probably. <laughs> but that was during constru- Prohibition, I think, right? Or no, I, that was later. I don't know. That was 1918. But the process had been rushed and haphazard. The container started to groan and peel, and it often leaked molasses onto the street. At least one USIA employee warned his bosses <laughs> that it was structurally unsound. Yet, <laughs> outside of recocking it, the company took little action. Wait, 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 wait. Recocking <laughs> didn't work? <laughs> I mean, shocker. That is, that's always step one, and it rarely goes to step two. <laughs> Do you know what the problem was? It was it was a liquid fuel, not a solid fuel. Oh. They should have had that shit from that infomercial where you just slap the tank with the with the <laughs> flex seal. Flex seal. Yeah. Should have flex seal. Flex seal the whole fucking king. Why don't they do that? Or a sham wow. Just wipe everything down. Yeah, that could have Wrong definitely. Re- that's not that infomercial's not gonna work, John. Oh. Sorry. God, what a dick. Yeah. What? But what about those really sharp knives that never go uh never go dull dull? Oh yeah. Ooh, cutting through molasses. <laughs> cutting cold. through molasses. Won't be good. That you can use them to cut the old caulk out before you recalk it. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to say cock twice. Yeah, kind of. Hey, so, shocker, by 1919, the largely Italian and Irish immigrant families on Commercial Street had grown accustomed to hearing rumbles and metallic creaks emanating from the tank. Guys, on January 15th, 1919, temperatures temperatures on the afternoon were over. I don't know. There's a bird flying above the tank. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened. He pooped on it, and that was it. (laughs) Dude, it's a good thing that happened in 1919. You know how many car alarms would be going off if it happened today? (laughs) Okay, guys. So on January 15th, it was unusually warm. It's 40 degrees. And in January in Boston, you're not going to get 40 of them. Mm -mm. You're going to get like one or two, not Mm -hmm. 40 degrees. Mm -hmm. So Probably probably climate change. (laughs) Well, that started early. Boston (laughs) Strong. Commercial Street. I'm painting a picture. Commercial Street hummed with the sound of laborers, clopping horses, and a nearby elevated train platform. At the Engine 31 Firehouse, a group of men were eating their lunch while playing a friendly game of cards. Mm, what were they eating for lunch? I don't fucking know. What, what, game? what kind of card game? Yeah, they what game? What were they playing? Some, whatever they were about to fucking eat was going to have a lot of molasses. <laughs> 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 what if they were eating pancakes? <laughs> that would have worked. <laughs> it would have been fantastic. I like how they were playing a friendly <laughs> card game. What would that be? Like Uno? Like what? What is like... No. Nope. When you get reversed, you get pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is kind of that game. That game kind of sucks. Actually, pisses me off. I get very angry at Uno. Yeah, I agree with you, Kevin. Near the molasses tank, eight-year-old Antonio Dostasio, his sister Maria, and another boy named Pascal Ayoantasca were gathering firewood for their families. See, John, I just kind of went through those names. (laughs) No way I pronounced them right. No, all of them were wrong. (laughs) Yep. At his family's home. When John is telling you you pronounce something wrong, that is yeah. not good. 
now. Yeah. I'm the one that started by saying I didn't pronounce it right. I know. I just piled on to what you're saying. And I piled like, on to that. Yeah. And really beat the dead horse. <laughs> At his family's home overlooking the tank. I'm sure they got a real sweet deal on that house <laughs> overlooking the fucking tank. <laughs> Bartender Martin Clardy was still. Why are the shades his- always drawn on this side of the house? It doesn't matter. There's nothing to see out there. And just a, just a rumbling tank. Yeah, Look there's nothing out there. Names. I just don't need to look on that. No, do you want to sign the papers now? Or? <laughs> you, you can hear the bird. <laughs> so anyway, Martin Clarity was still dozing in his bed, having put in a late night shift at his saloon, the Pen and Pencil Club. Now, yeah, drinking. Listen, late night, late night shift. Yeah. It, I don't think you can call it a saloon if it's the Pen and Pencil Club. Yeah, that's a very poorly named saloon. Yeah, saloons like illicit, like a cowboy theme, yeah. like a shoot 'em up corral or yeah, whatever you want. It should be like "fuck you, motherfuckers." That's what it should be called. <laughs> no, they're doing a bunch of fucking crosswords <laughs> in the pen and pencil club. You should like would you like a bar writing should be poetry? Like, <laughs> scurvy and polio saloon. <laughs> Better. That is. I agree. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> the pen and pencil club is not long for this world. Oh, At around 12.40 p.m., the mid-afternoon calm was broken by the sound of a metallic roar. Before residents had time to register what was happening, the recently refilled molasses tank ripped wide open and unleashed 2.3 million gallons of dark brown sludge. A rumble, a hiss, some say a boom, and a swish. That rhymed. And the wave of molasses swept out, the Boston Post later wrote. A 15-foot wall, 15-foot wall of 15 feet? 15-foot fucking wall. Was anyone surfing that? (laughs) In the tube? Very slowly. That's a good place to learn how to surf, actually. Because... (laughs) You're just like, real slow. It was, you think, you think, I made that same mistake, too. It was not slow. Okay. Because listen to this sentence. Okay. Oh, it was the same sentence. A 15-foot wall of syrup cascaded <laughs> over Commercial Street at 35 miles per hour. You know fucking fast syrup's got to be fucking going to get it? You want 35. 35. I still think it'd be a good place to learn how to surf, though, because I feel like that's slower than, you know, a, big, a big kahuna. Is it no, possible? No, those waves are going maybe like eight, nine miles an hour. What, in the ocean? Yeah. But Come on. Yeah, look it up. All right. How many <laughs> you keep going. I'm using the Google it's gonna machine. Talk to, but it's probably going to say knots because stupid fucking liquid. They should have called it. Do you know what the difference between a knot and a mile per hour is? Uh, the speed? One's on water, one's on land, you stupid fuck. Yeah, that's why I'm... Oh, God, but I just, okay. I know. I know. Who's the stupid fuck now? Me. It's always me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Greg's, Greg's smarter than he looks. Can is I it say? eight miles per hour? It's uh, the average beach break moves at about seven to ten miles per hour. The really fast one, a surfer might go up to twenty miles per hour. All right, that's just one more piece of information that I guessed that and was right. <laughs> that's how that works? I hate. You know what, John? I hate when Greg's right. I'm totally editing all that out. Can, <laughs> can well, You're can we lazy. monetize this? Greg's True. gift at guessing facts accurately. I'll split it with you guys. All right. 
All right, guys. So, you know, it, obliter- it obliterated all the people, horses, buildings, and, next page, Still can't believe electrical your notes holes out. in its path. Even the solid steel you say electrical the holes? El- electrical poles. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what Not are electrical, the electrical holes? holes. <laughs> don't, don't fill in those electrical holes with molasses. Even I know that's bad. <laughs> And Kevin doesn't know shit. And I am not very smart. <laughs> Especially when it comes to electronical holes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember well, in the last episode when John said electoral college? No, elect- electrical. Electrical college. No, no, no. Ben, no. That, was, that was like 57 elect- episodes ago. <laughs> no, no. That was the original one. But then in the last one, there was a reference to it. And he said electoral, electoral college. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Kevin, you said electrical college. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to that. And I was really wondering if John said electoral because he made a mistake. And he didn't know it was electoral. Or I couldn't tell if he was fucking with us or not. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's well, I'm glad we figured that one out. <laughs> that mystery that is going to go on, I guess. Okay, guys. So even the solid steel supports of the elevated train platform were snapped. Antonio D'Astasio, Maria D'Astasio, and Pascal in Tosca were all instantly swallowed by the torrent. Maria was suffocated to death by molasses, and Pascal was killed after being struck by a railroad car. I mean, is that related? Must have been. <laughs> <laughs> No, he died two years later. They just threw it in the article. <laughs> Tragedy strikes again from the, the the only survivor of the molasses wave. Yeah, that's kind of a it. It's kind of you know I I created these characters and then what do I do? I kill them off in the second act. It's not okay. <laughs> Wait a minute, you made it's up. Kind of, you made turned, these people it, up. Very it, Shakespearean of you. It, it is it turned into Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Where the leads the, I killed the, the brown the brown wedding is that what. Molasses is brown, right? <laughs> <laughs> Molasses is indeed brown. Now, the brown wedding sounds quite a bit different than that, though. Yeah, I went to this wedding. It was really beautiful. And then everybody started shitting on each other. <laughs> it's really gross. <laughs> and I wore, I wore a white suit. Would have chose differently. Yeah, it was, was not the best time to break out the white suit. First I and mean, last time your- I wore that. That's your idea of a bad wedding, I guess. Everybody's different, John. Everybody's different. That's true. Remember that. So the Boston Globe would later write that the force of the molasses wave caused buildings to cringe up as though they were made of pasteboard. What is pasteboard? Pasteboard, it's, it's, you know, remember when you were in like uh, kindergarten and you used to eat paste? Yeah. (laughs) So imagine that now, but being a board. (laughs) Do you remember when you used to eat paste and afterwards you're like, that's kind of boring. Paste. You're pasteboard. You're pasteboard. Yeah. You're overpaced. Yeah. I, I don't think you ate it right. I don't think eating paste is anything but boring. I've been eating paste for 47 years, kid. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> What's that show? Like uh, my, my crazy addiction or something like that where people just fucking eat things they're not supposed to eat. I, I don't know. Like what? Like pretty, like nails? Like fucking like, like leaning? Yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> like apple juice. <laughs> like <laughs> that crazy son of a bitch. He took tomatoes, <laughs> onions, and avocado and made something called guacamole, and then he ate it. <laughs> That's an addiction. 
Why is it that the only good uh, way to eat guacamole is with like tortilla chips? Because God is good. Tortilla <laughs> chips are not good for you. Guacamole is kind of good for you. But what are you going to do? Like dip fucking celery and carrots in it? No. Fuck that. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah. You, need, you need that oily, salty chip. Crunchy. Yeah, oily, agree. salty, I crunchy. Agree. I guess you could. You could. Chip. You could use like. Like a really. Like a ruffle. I think you could. Like a, a ruffle. Potato yeah, chips. That's, but that's How not is that making healthier? it any healthier. <laughs> that's way worse. I, I didn't say it was healthier. You just said, why do you. No, like, Greg's, point, just... Greg's point is that like you take a healthy dip and you 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 put a very unhealthy chip into it and then. Thanks, Kevin. That, Although, I think that's what's now, the point, right? We, yeah, that's exactly the point. And we also learned that John Banks is obviously uh, going to inherit the Ruffles family fortune. <laughs> <laughs> John Ruffles Banks. Ruffles, not a sponsor. <laughs> I've been I've Doesn't been courting I've been courting Lady Ruffle. I just so. I'm still not 100 percent sure that uh, Ruffles in guac would taste good though. I don't think I it mean, tastes bad in a French onion dip. Mm, 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 perfect. Oh, that's good. Perfect. That's a good combo. Oh man, is that delicious? Oh my god, I'm I'm, I'm erect right now just thinking about it. <laughs> you are you getting a food boner? <laughs> that's that's his blood pressure shooting up, and he's like real close to a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you start sweating, that's like a number one symptom. Of people. <laughs> but like, I, I always just got sweat. an erection and my arm is numb. <laughs> is that bad? It's not good. John's beard is turning purple. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, you remember the guys from Engine 31 Firehouse? Oh, well, it yes. was not clean off its The guys that were playing a friendly game of Go Fish. They were. Could have been a canasta. Do you know? Twos. So... Go fuck yourself. I have no fish. Go fish. Sorry. The second story of the building collapsed into the first story. Oh, that's What do you great. think happened to the fire fireman pole? It survived. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'd like to find out. Did the build? Did the whole building slide down the pole? <laughs> oh, maybe that happened. <laughs> and it became a okay, strip the club. Near, <laughs> the, Coming to the that's stage. That's how we invented strippers. <laughs> Fireman Steve. <laughs> You know how hard it would be to dance on a stripper pole if it's like all caked in molasses, <laughs> or and 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 a, and a strip club full of dead people? That'd be bad. Well, they don't have to stay there. That's true. Pour some sugar on me, molasses. <laughs> okay, guys. So the nearby Cloudery house, meanwhile, was swept away and dashed against the elevated train platform. What was a Cloudery house? Yeah. No, what was Martin this? Clattery. I don't think I'm saying this right. Was this the pencil? Crawfordy. What was the pencil? Matter. Is this the pencil place? Pencils and That's paper? That's that guy's place, yep. Yeah. He, having just woken up, watched his home crumble around him before being thrown into the current. Jesus. Here's a, here's a quote from him. I was in bed on the third floor of my house when I heard a deep rumble, he remembered. When I awoke, it was in several feet of molasses. That'd be a weird way to fucking wake up. <laughs> yeah, that is a very weird way to wake up. He like nearly you, drowned like in the know. dewy whirlpool before climbing atop his own bed frame, which he discovered floating nearby. I don't know why this is funny. <laughs> I'm so confused died. on how. I mean, I I know well, at the speed how, at which it's moving. How, yeah, how does it how does it <laughs> go too. so fast? I because it's a lot and it's coming out fast and it's still liquidy. So although liquidy, it's viscous, yeah. <laughs> well, 35 mpgs, bud. Oh wait, not miles per gallon. So it has to do when you when you <laughs> hour. It has to do with the mass, velocity, and the viscosity of the substance. 
So even if it's a thick, it's just like dirt, right? Like dirt, like if you get a landslide going, it's dirt. The, the whole earth starts moving and it picks up speed because actually what is happening is because it has so much mass, as it goes, the mass increases the speed. Okay. Fucking science. That's right. Man, he's going to earn that Ruffles. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Ruffle, hope you're listening. <laughs> no, baby. I'm sorry, baby. Please forgive me. Uh, okay, guys. So he jumped on his bed frame. <laughs> that was floating nearby. Very, very Mary Poppins of him. <laughs> he then used his makeshift boat to rescue his sister, Teresa. Oh, but the problem That's is... That's pretty badass, though. Pretty badass, but he couldn't save his mother or his younger brother. Oh, Jesus. Who were among those killed in the disaster. How many people died in this molasses fuck-up? Getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. Right. That's the climax. Almost as... <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird climax. It's the only it's way like, I can get off. <laughs> that kind of climax, you assholes. And you don't know how you story structure climax. works. <laughs> What's a story? <laughs> hey, here's the thing. I feel like we could laugh at all this shit now because those people would be dead of natural causes by now. Anyway. Yes. So, well, I mean, I think anytime, think anytime there's a ridiculous death, you can laugh at it, even if it happened yesterday. Okay. Like if someone, <laughs> it'll put it this way: if someone died. By getting hit by a banana that was going 3,000 miles per hour. That's funny, right? Like, sad. It's definitely funny. funny. It's also yeah. very alarming because <laughs> should I be What's concerned happened? about 3,000 mile an hour bananas? Well, the military's working on a banana gun. So, uh. <laughs> Well, uh, guys, I give you permission to laugh at my funny death if I have one. Oh, I will. I, I will. Okay. Yeah. Good. I've, already, I've already got a list of ways you may die in a funny way. Are, are they at your hands? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to kill you in a clown costume. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, what's great that about that horrific. is I get a good laugh out of that. <laughs> I'm going to choke you with a balloon animal I made. <laughs> Do, will, you, will, you make me, like, will you make me inhale the helium, and then that way the last words I say are super funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, ha, ha. I'm not laughing. I'm dying. More, be more. No, like, no, that's you screaming. Too, well, no, you are laughing. You are laughing though because you know he's the clown. So you're looking at him and you're like, John looks funny as a clown. Also, yeah. I'm dying. Right at but the hands of a balloon dog. Me. Very conflicted emotions. Yeah. God, that's the worst way to die with conflicted emotions. Yeah. You want to be clear <laughs> on your right. emotions when you die. You want to resolve them. I yeah. think chemical burn is the worst way to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're. <laughs> Probably have conflict. No, you probably want it over. No, there's yeah. definitely no confliction there. Like that's pretty easy. Yeah. Well, funny way is when molasses. <laughs> I mean, that is that is a funny way to die. Almost as quickly as it had crashed, the molasses wave receded, revealing a half mile swath of crushed buildings, crumpled bodies, and waist deep muck. Here and there struggled a form. Whether it was an animal or human being was impossible to tell. A Boston Post reporter wrote, only an upheaval, a trashing about in the sticky mass showed where any life was. So first to arrive to the scene were 116 cadets under the direction of Lieutenant Commander H.J. Copeland from a training ship of the Massachusetts Nautical School that was docked nearby at the playground pier. The cadets ran several blocks towards the accident and entered into the knee-deep flood of molasses to pull out the survivors, while others worked to keep curious onlookers from getting in the way of the rescuers. 
The Boston Police, Red Cross, Army, and Navy personnel soon arrived. Some nurses from the Red Cross dived into the molasses while others tended to the injured. I believe it's dove. Yeah. Yeah. Dove. It's it's diving. Dive. Dive. (laughs) Dived. It's doved. <laughs> so anyway, they jumped in. So doves in. came in, saved the yeah. day. <laughs> it's one quarter moisturizing cream. <laughs> That's not going to help. It's going to make things worse. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. So these people worked through the night. Rescuers found it was a fucking sticky ass fucking mess. Not great. Pun the intended. most dramatic rescue took place at the engine 31 firehouse. Third time we're talking about that place where several of the trapped men from the lunchtime card game were trapped in a molasses-flooded pocket of space on the collapsed first floor. Workers freed the survivors after several hours of cutting away floorboards and debris, but not before one of the firefighters lost his strength and drowned Mm. in molasses. I'm assuming. I don't know if that's worse than drowning in water or probably the same. It's It's sweeter. It's, it's way definitely sweeter. sweeter. Effect is yeah. the same. It is sweeter. Mm. So I guess you drink as much, you eat as much as you can. Then you I, get diabetes. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> That's how you actually died. <laughs> That's how you actually die with diabetes. He had, they had to cut off his feet. <laughs> and then he died. <laughs> so if you guys were to drown, mm-hmm. would you hold your breath for as long as you could? Or would you, if, once you realize you had, no longer had the strength to swim, and you went underwater. Would you hold your breath as long as you could, or would you inhale as deeply as you could? I mean, I'd struggle for to survive as long as possible, I think. Even if you knew you could no longer swim. I don't know if in that moment I would know that, like, I would be like, there's got to be a way if movies have right. taught me anything. <laughs> why, didn't, a mermaid. why didn't Jack get on that goddamn board? Yeah. <laughs> why? It was so big. Where's Ariel? Think- Come save me, Mermaid Ariel. <laughs> I don't think there's a way to answer that fucking question, John. I think I, I would like to think I would just inhale as deeply as I possibly could. I mean, you're saving you're saving yourself like thirty seconds if you try and hold your breath. Yeah. Yeah, but 30, 30 horrible seconds. Not great seconds, right? Like I. I think it would be funny. Well, it wouldn't be funny, but if you thought of something funny and you tried to hold your breath and then you laughed and all the air came out of your body. Are you shit your face? You remember this really funny joke you heard and you're like, <laughs> you're like, ha, ah, Kevin shit his pants in a cold. <laughs> oh no, I drowned. I'm dying. True story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then you shit your pants. <laughs> I so. mean, at that point, who gives us? Who cares, right? Like, I mean, do you shit your oh, pants while you're ocean. drowning? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter like, at all. It's a good no. time to do it. No, the sharks are going to eat you and the poop. Yeah, they and are. well, they're going to eat your poop, and then they're going to shit. It's going to make them shit themselves, so they're going to be super embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Take that so shark. at the end, you got the last laugh. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you weren't there for it, but it's okay. <laughs> Over the next several days, rescue workers continue to sift through the ruins, shooting molasses-trapped horses and recovering bodies. The human toll would eventually climb to 21 dead and another 150 injured, but many of the deceased remained missing for several days. The remains of one victim, a wagon driver named Cesar Nicolo, were not fished out of a nearby Boston Harbor until almost four months 
after the flood. Was he molasses preserved? He was. He's like honey. He never went bad. <laughs> I like how it's the the great flood of molasses. Like it, you know, I mean, it's just like it's it's not it really a fucking flood, bro. Yeah, it, was know, but... their, it, it was their it was their 9/11. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was. Uh 21 so people. Cruise, yeah. You want to know how they cleaned it up? With Paper towels. Ants. <laughs> Lots of ants. It's <laughs> a brilliant idea actually. <laughs> I don't think they had any choice about that, but cleanup crews used salt water from a fireboat to wash away the molasses and sand to absorb it. And the harbor was brown with molasses until summer. The cleanup in the immediate area took weeks with several hundred people contributing to the effort. And it took longer to clean the rest of the greater... Wait. It took longer (laughs) to clean the rest of greater Boston and its suburbs. This shit fucking went. Man, quarter mile. That's crazy. Molasses. That's crazy. Fucking not good. So did the, workers, okay, did the alcohol company, did they pay for this? I'll get there. Okay. I have an answer God. to that. God. Can you not just answer Rescue my goddamn workers? question? Yeah, seriously. John's okay, got so many, fucking, so many insightful questions, and Greg's just like, I'll answer it right fucking, I'll answer it right now. They put up a stink and said that there it was probably domestic terrorism because people were against fucking having big-ass fucking uh, containers full of really? molasses. Did they really? And they ended up having to pay to family members $628,000 in damages, which is the equivalent of around $8 million today. Hmm. So, yeah, they had to pay some money. Yeah, but did they have to fix shit? Or did they just have to, like, I mean, how much is a life worth? I like to think I'm worth at least $75. Well, you should know how much a life is worth because you talked about earlier this episode about hunting the most elusive game of all man how much does that cost again yeah but that's just that's not monetary <laughs> that's just pure joy for john yeah yeah you pay for the you joy to pay for the permit right but you pay for the, for the permit, joy the not permit the is expensive that's true that's fair <laughs> i like how they're they're like they're like people people just were not cool with having a big tank of molasses near them <laughs> Like that was their crusade back yeah. then, so somebody sabotaged it. Like all the shit we got going on today, and it's just like a fucking tank of molasses was what yep. was causing problems. Come on, well, that's, gotta, what, that's what the that's what the United States Industrial Alcohol Company said. But oh, nobody fucking believed yeah, 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 yeah. Of course they're gonna say sabotage. Yeah, oh yeah, listen, all you all sabotage, sabotage. How do you like them apples of molasses? <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. He's waiting for that Boston thing to do. So, um, let's see here. And next so, came Ben Affleck. <laughs> rescue workers, clamp crews, <laughs> and sightseers had tracked molasses through the streets and spread it to the subway platforms, to the seats inside trains and side and streetcars, to pay telephone handsets, into homes, and to countless other places. It was reported that everything that a Bostonian touched was sticky. Yeah, like your wiki. Hmm. Fair. Is that, why, wiki. is that why you're sticky, Greg? That's why I'm sticky, Greg. Today, uh, deep in the wake of uh, the disaster, the victims. Little pullback on the curtain. Greg's screen name today is Sticky Greg. So there was a bit of foreshadowing in his name choice. Well done, sir. You guys, you guys, fucking boom! Solved the mystery. My screen name is John. Doesn't care about Greg's episode. <laughs> It was foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> also foreshadowing. 
My scream name is uh, Kevin's gonna get drunk tonight. Oh yeah, well because you haven't had food, so yeah. yeah. I have well, my- and it's a night. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a drinking problem. And I have a drinking problem. And my family's and out of town. Yeah, yeah. Why did you want to record this instead of masturbate? Oh, I've got I've got a schedule. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> but we are <laughs> like we are. We gotta move this along. You almost done or what? Are they gonna overlap? <laughs> yeah, dude. You can only hope. He's all squirt, squirt, squirt. Scrubby, okay, rubby, guys. Rubby. So in the in the wake of the disaster, 119 different lawsuits. I already told you how much money they had to fucking pay out. Uh, it was Erin Brockovich involved in this lawsuit at all? Uh, she was not. Okay. Boring. Still what about Julia Roberts? Kind of stinging from John's comment about his screen name. So I'm, I'm sorry. Just I, this has been a fantastic on. episode. I, I I forget how sensitive you are about everything I say to you. I apologize. You're a lovely human. Boy, being. that is not a great apology. Gaslit <laughs> <laughs> me a little bit. It's not the best apology I've ever heard. <laughs> no, not, not good. wait, wait, wait. Let me try again. Let me try again. Okay. I'm sorry. Four. Nope. I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. It's so hard for you, isn't it, John? It's to hold in the rest of what you want to I'm say. Right now. That's all I wanted to say from the bottom of my heart. I am sorry. Okay, well that's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna start wrapping it up now. <laughs> okay, so in order for history to not defeat itself, many laws and regulations governing construction, especially when it came to sticky ass molasses tanks, were changed as a direct result of the disaster, including requirements for oversight by a licensed architect and a civil engineer. You think? They knew enough fucking before this. Should have, yeah. It was only like a hundred years ago. So I have a quick question. So I know you said that the the company itself thought it was it was it was sabotage, but did they ever really find out what happened? Oh, it was just over the tank was not constructed well. That's it. It It wasn't like a. So so it was basically just like they didn't. You know, I know, I know they didn't they 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 didn't use enough caulk. Seriously, you know, obviously we learned that earlier. But like, so it was just that it was just that the tank wasn't constructed well enough for the for the molasses. It wasn't more than oh, interesting. It just failed. It was it already yeah. was leaking, and it finally reached its limit. And you know, twenty one people died. That's crazy yeah, to think about. Not 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 great. Not great. All right, guys, time for last call. Mm. Well, so I'm not going to eat any of the molasses cookies during Christmas. I'm going to eat them all because I feel like to not eat them is dishonoring the lives lost. Okay, good, because I love molasses cookies. They're They're delicious. Fantastic. They really are. They're good. Guys, as we tip one back to the fine, sticky people of Boston, you know, we make fun of you a lot in this show. And for good reason. (laughs) (laughs) But... We're going to... Please don't. They're very tough people. They're going to kick our asses. We would not wish (laughs) such a terrible thing on any of you to happen again. But then again, if you could guarantee that no one would get injured or die, then I'd be willing to watch you guys run down the street from a flood of syrup. <laughs> it could be like running with the bulls <laughs> in Spain. And uh, we could call it running with them assholes from molasses. And I think that's kind of catchy. Here, here, gentlemen. Cheers. Go out there and pour some syrup on your pancakes. <laughs> Pour some sugar on me. In the name uh, of <laughs> Massachusetts. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Right, Thanks guys. for listening. 